Yes. Okay. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? So please uh, engage with me in the chat or in the comments. I'd love to know where are you connecting from? Uh, we are creating a little field with those gems, uh, especially those of you who are showing up every day, you might be recognizing each other. Some people even have been showing up since the very first time I ran the Daily Sexy Jam, which was a year ago. Um, and uh, it's a, just a fun field of togetherness, I feel. That's, uh, that's a time for us to cultivate togetherness. So welcome, welcome everybody. Um, we are jamming today on mm -hmm, Amsterdam, Munich, Germany, Florida, yay, India, uh-huh, cool. I am in Ibiza in Spain. So I tried to to make my fireplace work. <laughs> Did not. I thought it would be so nice to have fire behind me as I'm as I'm jamming with you. If anyone has any tips on how to make fireplace work, because <laughs> I have wood, I bought this wood today, I put the paper. I didn't like the paper burned, but the wood just didn't burn. I don't know why. <laughs> But I feel good. I feel good about myself that I'm at least buying wood. I felt really, really big today to go and buy some wood. Bought some olive wood. Amazing. Yeah, the stuff exists. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know if it's interesting for you to hear about my wood. Thin wood to start, someone is telling me. Okay. And then I add the big wood or should I have the thin wood on top? <laughs> well, thanks for those of you who want to come over and help me. That's very kind of yours. Okay, I'll st I'll try with a thin wood on top. <laughs> I'll let you know tomorrow how it goes. Uh, yeah. Also with the airflow. Yeah. Mm, yeah. There are some tricks about airflow. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so let's speak about mystic and sex whoa what a subject i'm surprised actually not many people talk about it mm, uh, but this is something that fascinates me uh personally um i feel that it actually happens to many people but they maybe don't know they just don't have the language for it they're just like oh my god what did just happen uh that kind of feeling maybe some of you experienced that uh, and I feel like it's good to bring it uh, forward and, and have an honest, authentic, shame-free conversation about those things. How, how, about, how about you guys? Do you, do you agree? Do you feel we are ready for this kind of stuff? Uh, and I'd love to um, hear from you. Like, you know, as I, as I share, as I speak, I would also love to invite you to share your experiences. Uh, maybe something really strange happened to you and you still don't know how to even talk about it. Well, maybe that's that, that will be the first time when you can actually feel welcome to talk about those things. 
because I am genuinely interested to hear about your experiences and I'm sure others might also benefit. And as you share, you might actually give permission to, uh, for others to do the same. That's the magic of sharing. So anyway, let's start from the start. Um, how do we define, thanks everyone who, who suggests, who give me suggestions, paper, small wood, large pieces. Okay, I'll, I'll definitely try that after we are done with you. Maybe in the after party we can do it together. <laughs> So those of you who don't know, uh, in, in the end of those calls, uh, we all move to Zoom or many of us move to Zoom and we uh, take it even deeper and go into more specific uh, intimate uh, subjects around this. Uh, so today we will either all <laughs> will be lighting up my fireplace or uh, actually uh, we will see what questions arise as we speak and I will take one of those and go deep into it in the after party. So do join Zoom. Uh, someone please share Zoom link for everybody uh, and then we can meet there. So uh, what is uh, what is a mystical experience? Let's start with that. Yeah, what do we even call a mystical experience? A mystical experience is an altered state of consciousness. So we have an ordinary state of consciousness where we are you know, doing our day-to-day -day tasks and going from one place to another, just kind of uh, wrapped into in, in a routine that all of us have, doing uh, certain things, just, you know, moving from uh, place to place in life. Uh, and using our mind, our ordinary mental consciousness, we can call it, to go around the day. Yeah, a uh, mystical experience or mystical state of consciousness is an altered state. So it's different than that of your normal ways of moving into life and just looking at life. Um, mystical state is something that requires uh, dropping deeper than where we ordinarily live. Yeah, so uh, some, many people achieve those states through the use of substances. Yeah, uh, either substances such as alcohol or drugs or now ayahuasca is very uh, famous uh, for people. They, it's, uh, it's a medicine um, in the shamanic tradition which is used to go on inner journeys and also it contributes to production of certain hormones in the brain. Um, and um, especially uh, the, the substance called DMT is being produced in the brain and then also visions can happen and uh, uh, very interesting experiences inwardly uh, can happen. So uh, yeah, also taking drugs or having alcohol, like this is, this is what normally takes people there. Or uh, as yogis and saints and meditators have discovered, meditation and spiritual work can also take us to those mystical experiences. And so uh, we all know about, or maybe, I don't know if you know or not, but there are famous people who are considered to be mystics from the 20th century, from 21st century, from uh, centuries way, way, way before. Uh, people that are saints that could see reality beyond mundane, that could actually recognize uh, the mystical essence of this reality and live in like in two worlds at the same time because we can say that altered state of consciousness or that mystical world it's kind of a world of itself but um uh, really in this day in this age of our life 
that's where Tantra comes in very handy as well, because Tantra is really that path that invites us to kind of live in both worlds at the same time and actually eventually see that there's no separation between the worlds. And again, you know, another definition of a mystical experience that we can uh, say is that uh, experience of oneness, experience of no separation, a state of no separation. Sometimes it comes as an experience, yeah? So it can be a singular experience from time to time. And then for some people, it's, it's actually really good to have those experiences because it loosens up that ordinary mental state of being. Because many, many people, most people of the world, absolute majority people of the world, live in a very tight, tight conditioned environment within their own head, within their own being. It's like, okay, this is my life, this is how I move, this is what is good, this is what is bad. And then when something happens, and uh, sometimes it's through those substances, sometimes it's through meditation, there's a spontaneous, you know, it's called, uh, I don't know if there's a term that we can call like a beginner's bliss, yeah, it's like sometimes just someone who is totally, totally new to all of that, they just go into a meditation, and they just allow them, so they just, because they have no expectations what's going to happen, then they just go into this meditative state and then bam, they have this experience of bliss. And this completely spontaneous, completely unexpected, that mystical experience. This is a mystical experience, yeah, state of bliss. Suddenly you start laughing. Uh, yeah, and it's really good to have those experiences. For some people, it's, it's good, even, you know, many people had drugs, yeah, they took drugs and then ecstasy or something, and then they experienced something beyond mundane, beyond ordinary. Um, yeah, maybe uh, something that, that shakes your existence, but it's like, for many of us, we have intuition that there is this mystical reality, but no one talks about it because it's not pragmatic, it's not useful. It's, is it useful what to do about it? Mm, but uh, actually, that's a place where our soul lives. So I don't know if we can call it useful or practical, but that's a space of where our soul resides. And when we give space to our soul and we uh, tap into it through those mystical experiences, then we actually start living a lot more in alignment with our soul and a lot more um, just in communion with our highest longing, our deepest longing. And perhaps the deepest longing of a human being is to be revealed in this world completely, totally as truth that we are. So that's our soul is that, that bridge for our recognition of our true self. Hmm. So, um, again, mystical experience, yeah, so experiences, it can be an experience of bliss, like I was saying, like spontaneous joy. It can be an experience of oneness, that feeling of that nothing is separate, that you are total part of everything, that a mystical experience, it can be something like you, you, you walk in the forest and you feel that you are the trees. You can feel how the trees are breathing, how the earth is how the heartbeat of the earth is pumping um you can feel like how you can like how animals are breathing or how grass is moving you can actually experience it as if it is inseparable from you so this is an altered experience yeah it's not a daily mundane experience uh it's this experience of of uh, yeah direct experience of mystery really 
Um, so, yeah, so we can have those punctual experiences or being absolutely merged with someone, and that's where we're going to go, yeah, with sexuality. Uh, where we can be totally, totally merged with someone and have that experience that there's no distance between them and, and, and us. So, um, some, in the beginning, these are experiences, so punctual experiences of consciousness, and they can really, really shake us, and, and the people who are very hard and controlled, you know, people who think like they want to have life under control, when they get those experiences, they suddenly become a lot more connected to their heart. Suddenly, they become a lot softer. Yeah, again, that connection with the soul suddenly the soul starts shining through. You see, and sometimes their features change. You know, someone who was like, I, I remember I had this friend who was very hard and very intense, and he was this intense yogi, like very dedicated to his practice, and this uh, Swiss guy, very pragmatic, very, you know, intense, and had a lot of hurt around women also in his heart, and kind of guarded his heart. And then something happened, and he started uh, getting into that contact with his soul through his mystical experiences, and wow, like, I saw him, and he was all soft and, and vibrant and radiant and just more relaxed and, and more compassionate and with tears in his eyes, you know, when something would touch him. So that's, that's what those mystical experiences can do to us. Um, yeah, so, okay, hopefully that, that's clear uh, what I'm referring to, mystical experiences. Now, how can we have a true sex? Yeah, how does sex tie in with that? This is what is interesting, and this is what, um, like, uh, you know, uh, such a spiritual path as Tantra, uh, yeah, the lifestyle, a way of living life as Tantra, this is what, um, yeah, also opens that kind of conversation and sees that we can even have sex and mystical experience in the same sentence. Yeah, because in Tantra, there's no separation from those places from there's no separation from an animal uh part of us and the spiritual and the light and the refined and angelic parts of us it's like we, we really see that all of that exists together and it's just a product of our mind of our ordinary mental consciousness that wants to box things and categorize things that actually sees them as distant and uh, in the uh, uh, they consider that it's impossible that they coexist well, in fact, they do. Yes, we can put them in the same sentence, and we should, because I believe that uh, sexuality is actually the most profound way to experience those mystical states of being. Yeah, having mystical experiences and mystical states that last even. Yeah, because in the beginning it's experiences, but then they can be that lasting state where you can find yourself for days in a row in that sense, like, Oh, I coexist in the mystery world, in the mystical world, and in my mundane world. And that's actually the mastery. Because also some people, they learn to kind of go onto those trips, onto those journeys. And it's like kind of the, the experience sometimes feels like you get out of your body because you're, it's so not dense. It's so not familiar. So you feel like, oh, wow, I'm just getting out of the body and I'm, and I'm everywhere and I'm with everyone. Everything feels like me. I am in that like, whoa, I feel totally huge, spacious. Yes, another type of mystical experience that can be is that you feel like you become really, really big. It's like it's a direct experience that your body, you cannot identify anymore with this package. Yeah, you, you feel like, whoa, I just take so much space. And a room is not big enough. 
<laughs> this is amazing. Sometimes you can feel like an ocean, like you feel like, whoa, I cannot be contained. I am so huge. And these are amazing experiences to have again, and they can also build up. And they say that the more you have those experiences, the, 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 the more your consciousness expands. But the real mastery is actually not only knowing how to put yourself into that experience and have that experience, but actually living in that experience in your day-to-day -day life, marrying the animal and the spirit, seeing that there's no distance between the two. Um, so with sex, yeah, that's, that's uh, how we can also cultivate that. So um, uh, why sex is, is so powerful is because it's the most powerful energy that there is. Yeah, so uh, in Tantra we see everything as energy. And sexual energy is that energy that created us. You know, th that's the energy that, that made this possible like me, like you guys that I'm seeing your faces. It's like, imagine it's like there was nothing. There was just basically sperm and an egg. There's nothing, right? Before that there was nothing, absolutely. Then there was sperm and an egg. Then it, it all started kind of growing somehow. And then this whole thing manifested. Huh? <laughs> Have you ever thought about how amazing it is? <laughs> what a miracle this life is. Like those of you who are mothers, you know, give bow to you because you created out of nothing you created a human being like uh, it's huge and all of that thanks to the sexual energy i mean the fathers also you know deep bow to you guys as well because you also uh, <laughs> directly contributed with your sexual energy to that creation of a life so um uh, sexual energy, it can create life. So obviously it is so potent. It is so, so powerful. So imagine that when we don't use our sexual energy to create life, although actually the moment of conception, it can be an extremely mystical experience with awareness. If we can really be with what is going on, that moment of conception, you can actually feel that there is this, um, like you, how you re receive that uh, imprint of that soul. It's like, uh, it, I don't know, there are, there are books that speak about those things, but uh, I feel like it, it's like that channel opens within you, like through your crown, there's a descent of uh, a being that's happening in, into your system. So it's a, it, it actually a profound experience to be able to see that. It, it sounds a bit like clairvoyance perhaps, uh, but actually clairvoyance is nothing but clarity, yeah? clairvoyance, clarity of vision. So when we make ourselves clear and here, so to be actually clear, all we need to do is to be here. <laughs> yeah, to be free from our thoughts and ordinary mental uh, obsessions of our mind um, and being really, really present and empty. That's where we become clairvoyant. You know, that's where you can actually see things uh, no matter whether you had training for it or not. Yeah, some people just know, like some, it's how like uh, intuition sometimes comes in. It just comes in. You just know. That's that's your clairvoyance, basically. And yeah, and you can see, start seeing those things that are happening on the energy level, on the subtle level. Anyway, so as we're having sex and we are not directing that sexual energy to procreation, which many of us don't, right? Uh, either we use it for our pleasure because we know that sex is enjoyable or we just uh, go into lovemaking because it, it creates something within us. It's like, oh, what happens to you when you have sex? Like, have you ever thought about it? Why do you like sex even? 
Okay, it creates intimacy, it creates connection. But what else? Yeah, what actually draws us into sex so much? So there's something fascinating about this energy. We are, we are engaging with that core energy of the human being. So imagine, um, sometimes, yeah, imagine what happens when you are directing that energy somewhere. Mm -hmm. So you can actually direct that energy and you can direct it to either one of your um, energy centers in your being or you can direct it to creating something that you want in your life to manifesting something that you want in your life or you can be directing it to expansion of your consciousness and creating of those mystical states so look sometimes it happens completely spontaneously and actually i believe that if you are able to make love in a total way if you are really uh, allowing yourself to be total in your love making where you're just really opening yourself and becoming really available you know, not like, you know, we talked about it a bit yesterday, um, you know, where like genuinely we have a hard time focusing when you're thinking about this and this and that and that and that and then you're not really there. So there's no one to be worshipped. There's no one to worship. Yesterday we were talking about the worship yeah, the, uh, through oral sex. Um, like if there's nobody there, if you're thinking about things, there's no one going to be experiencing anything. But I feel that, uh, and I experience, and I know that when you are really, really there, you are already in a mystical experience, in fact. Because you can get so acutely aware of each and every part of your body. It's like each and every pore of your body becomes an antenna. Each and every hair is an antenna. And when you are in love making so you're moving that potent sexual energy you're allowing yourself to be moved by it to receive it to like ha have it have this fires moving within you you are basically yeah making yourself available to to the spirit yeah with sexual energy the spirit is moving through you and what is it it's a, it's a mystical state already if you are really staying with it, it's like you're staying, like you're going into sex as you go into meditation. So just staying with it, staying with it. If you never meditated, it's basically about just continuously bringing yourself back here, bringing yourself back here. Noticing your thoughts are, are taking you somewhere else and you keep bringing yourself here. So breath is an amazing anchor into this moment. Yeah. So continuously returning to breath, returning to sensation in your body. Whew, this is already expanding you. This is already expanding your state of consciousness. This is already making you available to those mystical experiences. So just that can be enough. Yeah. And that is already a journey. So if every time you go into lovemaking, you go with that attitude, like, okay, I'm just going to be really, really here. And not because you're chasing mystical experiences, you know, because in the end they're just experiences, but because you want to live this life totally and grow in consciousness and uh, just rise as a human being rise into your total potential and for that each moment is a portal and when we are engaging sexual energy with all of that this is a huge portal right there so um this is one one way yeah uh, where you just really in the in that open surrendered space yes surrender is an important element 
Yeah, because you are just there and okay, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Sometimes it can be also like a task. Okay, I'm gonna be here, I'm gonna be here, I'm gonna be here. Yeah, this is not really healthy actually. <laughs> but relax, yeah, to relax. Ah, allow yourself to relax, enjoy. This is beautiful and keep bringing yourself back. Don't don't fly away. But also aspect of surrender. Yeah, someone says be available to the now. Beautiful uh, aspect of surrender. Um, yeah, surrender is something, um, it's a phenomenal uh, concept even if we think about it because the world is obsessed with protection, with protecting yourself, with separating yourself from others, with saying, these are my boundaries, this is what I want, this is what I need, this is me, this is you. Yeah, this is separation, we're all creating separation. And it is healthy, of course, yeah, we, we need to be able to do that. And surrender is a higher choice. Surrender should come from a place, not because you're like, oh, I don't have a choice anyway, or oh, I'm just, just feeling like I give up. Yeah, surrender is not giving up. It's a different type of energy. But it's like, it's a different space. It's like a space where you have a choice. You know that you could choose and protect yourself and create all sorts of boundaries around you. And you can go like, okay, you're making love to this person and then you don't know, maybe they're going to leave you. Maybe they're going to disappear from your life. What if you open so much and then they're going to disappear from your life? Yeah, and then many people will go like, oh, I don't want to open so much. They're going to leave me. I don't know, maybe not, but I, I don't want to risk. But what is there to risk? That's the question. What is there to risk where we're living an open, unblissful, contracted? So... Surrender is that choice of a soul, actually. It, it's not really personality that can choose it. It's really our soul that can choose to surrender and go like, well, I have nothing to lose. I don't know. Yeah, the worst case scenario, what's going to happen? I'm going to die, right? That's, that's kind of the worst, and that will end this life and stuff. Oh, well, we're all going to die sooner or later. <laughs> but uh, in surrender, only when we surrender, we start fully living. It's like in that readiness to die, we actually start fully living. You know? How paradoxical is that? <laughs> so, um, yeah, when we are, that's, that's the invitation. When we are making love, to go into surrender, into that attitude of surrender. And even notice yeah, where you're holding on, where you're grasping. Even those thoughts flying around, it's a form of grasping, it's a form of holding on. So if you catch yourself in that moment and go like, ah, surrender. If there's so much pleasure, you're like, you cannot take it anymore. Ah, surrender. If there's pain and it's discomfort and there's fear maybe coming up, Whew, surrender. So that surrender is the key to mystical experiences as well because then you get out of the mind. Prerequisite for mystical experience is being out of the mind, out of your normal mind. Okay, the mind is there. It's not going to die. It's not going to disappear. The mind will always be there. It's a useful tool we have. But um, we need to get into... Uh, authority in front of our mind let's say yeah because usually the mind is kind of riding us it's like uh, it's sitting on top of you and riding you surrender the mind then you become the authority over the mind and you can go like, oh yeah i can use the mind when i get the practical things but um when those spaces and the sexual spaces you want to go fully for it so you can go like 
Okay, in those environments, I am going to be choosing to surrender myself because I know that this is my portal to truth. This is my gateway. This is my. So, anyway, so uh, I mentioned already uh, just being present in sex, and I, I was speaking about surrender, yeah, that attitude of surrender. Whatever comes, I am, I am surrendering, I am opening, I'm making myself available to what's to come. Um, then, uh, now actively move our sexual energy and direct it to certain uh, places in our system, in our energy system, where uh, the like to those um, energy centers which are housing the mystical experiences. So yes, there is such thing. Um, so daily sections in the past about this, but we we can see that uh, we can channel and direct and move our sexual energy through. Uh, our system. And in Tantra, we see that our system largely consists of seven chakras. So, chakra is, a, is, a, is an energy center through which we receive energy. So starting from our root chakra, uh, which is located at the level of the perineum. Uh, then, the second chakra, uh, so the root chakra is very much that is called to be the seat of sexual energy. That's where our sensuality, uh, sexuality is housed. Then the third chakra, the fiery, manifest things in life and direct our energy to get determination. The fourth chakra is a heart chakra. So that's where we're already kind of entering directly into that mystical because it's a capacity to love unconditionally. And this is also a mystical experience. Unconditional love is a mystical experience. Because again, in the world which is obsessed with how it should be, you know, being charge of our life, um, experiencing unconditional love, experiencing the state of loving someone no matter what, that has to be, first of all, to yourself, actually. And my online course that is coming up, Pleasure Spray, is all about this. yourself yeah so that's hard then the throat chakra uh, also uh, a place for mystical experiences that is that expression, a divine creativity where you're totally expressing yourself from your soul and creating from that place of your soul um, then the third eye uh, yeah which it's love the polarity, where it is receptive and emissive on each of the chakras, there is a receptive aspect to it and an emissive aspect to it. That it can, you can achieve that experience of total um, kind of distinction between your emissive and your feminine and your masculine. That's the last place where the polarities exist. So you can experience them in their purest form and ultimately cancellation of those distinctions. The crown chakra, which is that uh, chakra of oneness, we can say where there's no polarity anymore, there's nothing, it's just all one. So with our sexual energy, we can direct those centers. Yeah, we can direct it anywhere. 
even if we stay in those very earthy animal uh, type of uh, areas in our society, it's also sacred. This is also tantric, and this is also something that can take you into very deep, profound states. Because when you just fully allow something, guess what happens? You beyond natural yeah you're shifting beyond where you are comfortably residing in life so when you really uh, sometimes i hold those uh, practices in uh, in my courses where it's like I, I i invite people to go like unleash and you know what happens normally people go into it and get unleashed and like yell and whatever you know just allow all sorts of wild exp expressions done <sighs> once there is nothing to repress once there is nothing to suppress what is left is silence what is left is still the experience of self which is a mystical experience yeah so this is one level yeah just fully going into something this is your way to, to have Sometimes, a few times, but the one time comes to my mind where I was making love to to my beloved, and uh, I went to a state. I felt I was possessed by an energy which was just moving me and making me like just go into the. It was not towards anything specific, but just that energy of fire was moving me. And it was totally animalistic state, and it was wild. It totally like I was out of my mind because I could not create that on purpose. It was just happening through me, and it was identity was not there anymore. Sophia was not there. I could not find her. It was just just that wild, big energy. A total trance experience and uh, then when I was out of it I kind of still stayed very expanded and, whew, and then we had to drive somewhere and do something feeling the world from this way expanded very vulnerable also and sensitive place but it's like yeah it's, it's a mystical experience yeah, so that's that's one state, and yeah, as, I, as I'm speaking, you guys welcome to write uh, about your mystical experiences if you if you resonate with something, something like um, the, uh, something what I'm saying brings up something for you. So please share that. Uh, I see that you're posting. I I'm, I will look at comments in a moment. Besides um, that, so this one is allowing. Yes. To recap what I was speaking about. So, first, I was defining what what are mystical experiences and substances through meditation, through practice, um, then through sex. And then with sex, it was first of all about um, acute presence. Yeah? Uh, how we can do that? How all our pores become antennas? Then. Um, like really being willing to surrender to let go of any control any tension any identity even and uh, a wolf is this it's worth it's so worth it 
And then uh, I, I moved into speaking how we can actually cultivate the mystical experiences and the referring I said that um, we can actually have mystical experiences by fully allowing ourselves to go into wildness, into our animal. Through sex, yeah, it can be even through something else, but uh, here we're speaking specifically about sex. Uh, yeah, then uh, we generate mystical experiences through sexuality. Um, through sex actually specifically is where we, when we are making love and we feel the energy build up all this juicy pleasure kind of kicking in and you're like Phew, feeling all horny and, and juicy and full of desire instead of just staying there and kind of going to do, you are actually harnessing that energy and moving it up so with your uh, Im visualization, yeah, imagining that, that as you breathe, you can breathe and direct your energy for, to the heart, for example. You feel all this juiciness and horniness, and then you bring it to the heart with your hands. You can do it with your partner together. Yeah, if we have any couples here, I'd love to know. Um, then you can do it together and up to the heart and then you will feel mm, the energy in my heart starts building up wow okay and then again you will feel mm, okay there's this juiciness and horniness so in that moment sometimes a man will will have uh, uh, will lose erection and this is no problem people think that if men have heard on this is like it's the time to end sex if nothing could be further from truth, yeah. You can keep bringing your energy down and uh, continuing to just let your body open like it naturally would, and then bring it to the heart. That vulnerable territory, actually, because the heart is a very vulnerable place. And actually, uh, you know, I mentioned this uh, loss of erection. Because uh, I tend to say that the soft cock, soft penis, is a sign of a soft heart. Because it takes a lot of vulnerability. It's not a very vulnerable place. It's just a place of power. But when the penis becomes soft, it actually reveals that softness of the heart. So even with that, as that happens, and you instead of going away from it and ending here because it's uncomfortable because it's way too vulnerable if you stay here you can have this mystical experience of a heart opening and like the vulnerability of this heart the acceptance of this and ah just being with that and feeling how love is so much greater how love is so great it's so all-encompassing this becomes a mystical experience. So just letting yourself sitting with it and savoring that instead of like, okay, what's next? Yeah, that's where we are kicking ourselves My book, yeah, that I was mentioning yesterday, Liberation. I want to show you, <laughs> like my baby, like showing you. Um, yeah, here I, I keep speaking that uh, all of this is so natural for us, and the mystical experiences are natural. I call them orgasm, actually, <laughs> orgasm for experiences in that orgasm. 
yeah not just like a few seconds experience it's it's just a, it's a little form of an orgasm and even that is a mystical experience because it takes you out of your normal self um yeah so uh the vulnerability direct ah peter <laughs> cool of course you're a couple there nice uh-huh talking moon thanks for loving my book uh-huh do you guys like what i'm saying how, how is that is it interesting to you i will ready do you want to go to further chakras and and uh see what's there I'll look a little through the comments ah beautiful yeah david is saying uh, you can lose yourself playing an instrument yeah 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 absolutely this and you get whew, revealed like um taken very deep uh it's it's a it's a mystical experience exactly you can uh sense is your partner's non-presence how do you invite them to that full presence so we can share the mystical experience yeah it's a great question yeah maybe we keep it for after party even there's a lot that can be said about this to surrender it can be a difficult step it is a vessel saying it is enclosed in the link to negative consequences you now change that to positive experience of love and contact yes 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 uh we um and we think that it's a weak thing to do that we need to win we need to conquer uh, but if we see surrender as an act of the soul, as a powerful act, it's like a vulnerability, yeah? people think vulnerability is weak, but actually vulnerability is the most courageous, outrageous act that you can do. Uh, so, mystical section, women. <laughs> sweet. Amazing. Uh -huh. Okay, Rohit, I, I'm reading yours. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Where the thought again, exactly that that can be that. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. You guys will get replay if you. Uh, someone is saying about replay. Uh, if you sign up for the um, list, yeah, uh, you guys please please give the the list for the Sexy Jam. Then I am sharing. We are sending out the replays and the notifications one hour before the call. Um, also, yesterday we were talking about oral sex and the deep throating in the in the after party. If you guys missed that, you may want to be on that list as well, so you can receive it on sunday you will receive all replays okay well let's go further um then uh further ways to generate uh, to to generate the mystical experiences is through uh yeah bringing that energy to the throat uh, to the throat and to the third eye and to the crown and uh, I will speak about the throat, but the third eye and the crown, I will leave for after party. 
How about that? So you guys on uh, Instagram and on Facebook, you're welcome to join us because it's already uh, getting over 40 minutes. I want to zoom in because people on Zoom. Uh, and I will speak about the third eye and the crown. And also uh, I'll answer that question about how to be with a partner if the partner is not present. You're all practicing your presence and you're all in your mystical experience, but the partner is not freaking there. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address that too. So um, so uh, throat. The throat is a very interesting territory. It's a chakra of purity, actually. And uh, for many people, it's like, it's, it's that uh, purity and that uh, really mystical sense. It's like that uh, the nuns, you know, the nuns and live on that level. It's like they don't want to be touching anything that's not pure. They don't want to be engaging in sex because they believe that sex is not pure, that this energy of desire, that it can take them onto this very dirty kind of roads. And yes, it can if it's done unconsciously. Of course, there can be lots of misuse of sexual energy. But with you guys, I am inviting you into the tantric field. And in tantra, we actually, again, just like mystical experiences and sex in the same sentence, also we can speak about purity and sex in the same sentence, just like we can speak about God and sex in the same sentence. You know, when I was uh, writing my book, I was looking for an editor, and my requirement was um, I need someone who uh, feels comfortable enough to edit a book that uh, has God and sex in the same sentence on multiple occasions. <laughs> It, it took a special person, actually. <laughs> but uh, th that's uh, basically the teaching of Tantra, that, uh, yes, we can uh, make love on that level, on that very, very pure uh, level of the throat. And we can direct, again, like you can be making love and you feel all this energy in your lower chakras, and naturally it will keep going down. But you can be bringing it up bringing it up and what it creates is that uh, sense of uh, transfiguration, that sense where it's a, it's a practice as well, yeah, that sense of seeing the reality in a transfigured way. Transfigured means um, kind of uh, the, the essence of it, the beautiful essence of things. So it's not imagining that things are more beautiful than they are, but it's actually ability to see through enter into that mystical state of consciousness in which you actually see divinity permeating all things so um, that's where we can go through sex as well and again the more we have sexual energy the better it is yeah so we are generating the sexual energy we are allowing it we are feeling our whole body vibrate with it and going with it and getting turned on and turning on our partner and just poof, moving with all of it. By the way, all of this can be done by yourself as well because you can be totally successfully making love to yourself. Again, my pleasure is prayer online course. I'll be talking about it tomorrow. Uh, it's about this. It's about self-pleasure and self-love. So you can actually be cultivating those states by yourself. If you have another person, then it's like a normal scenario. When we think about sex, we think about two people at least. 
but and of course it's a lot it becomes bigger the energy like when you are fully with your sexual energy plus there's another person of course two people make it bigger and there's an exchange and all those cool things that that can do can be with that but uh, you have total access to your sexual energy even if you don't have a partner. So please don't exclude yourself out of this uh, conversation if you don't have a partner. So, okay. Um, a throat, yeah. Uh, here, it's, it's a real, like you, when you're making love and you're bringing your energy to the throat, it's like you can find yourself extremely spontaneous. Yeah, it's like spontaneously something is coming and, and there's a spontaneous way to move and surf those waves of sexuality together. Uh, or you really start, when you look at your partner, if you're doing it with your partner, then you are really getting lost in them you're getting lost in their beauty getting lost in their just that soul shining through them and uh yeah going more and more into that state so the key is really staying there staying there and riding it not letting your mind question oh when it's going to change oh maybe we should do something else not continuously staying there and riding and riding it and uh, also breathing to, to the throat. Well, the deep throating that I was talking about yesterday, of course, also activates that uh, level. And uh, also, I was mentioning that uh, when the deep throating happens, it activates the throat, and there's this throat orgasm phenomena that can happen. And it's a totally mystical state, in fact. So that's that's your other portal into that. Uh, To move and direct energy in your partner, uh, yeah. Well, when you move energy in yourself, you're also doing it in your partner, actually. So um, you can also enter into this very, very deep attunement with your partner, where you actually feel like everything that's happening in you is happening in them, and there is no separation between the two of you. But uh, when you move the energy in yourself, and you're really in deep connection with someone. You're actually doing it for both of you. That, that's really the trick. Um, yeah, so that, that's it for today. <laughs> On this note, um, we're going to move to the after party. And I will answer that one question there. Maybe more, if you have. And we will, uh, I will also say a little bit more about the third eye and the crown. So you guys from, from Instagram and from Facebook, you're welcome to come and join us there. Let's see what's happening there. Okay. Oh, wow, there's a lot. Okay. So thanks, guys, for tuning in. And I'll see you on Zoom. And you too.